1: Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me an Advice Show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy.
0: I'm your babyist baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Look at all the stars.
1: Look at the stars. Look
0: at the stars.
1: The stars and the red
0: carpet. In fact, this year, the red, the red carpet's in Biastin. Come, on, <laughs> down to, come <laughs> on down to Biastin. <laughs> Sorry, Biastin? <For> Oscars 2014 <laughs> edition, boy. Uh, Boy, uh,
1: yeah. So it's Oscars time for the awards. F- movies, let's celebrate them.
0: Come on, movies and their makers and the people who do them. I the films these dream weavers. These dream we weavers, magic these makers, warlocks of celluloid.
1: No one knows how movies are made.
0: They uh, squish it. it they, they press the actors press up against the celluloid in the positions mm-hmm. that they are supposed to be in, and that's what a director does.
1: How many yeah. of the Academy Award nominated pictures have you guys seen and enjoyed?
2: Okay, important, real question, how many things is Thor 2 nominated for? Because <laughs> that was the only movie I saw in theaters this year. Uh,
0: wow, that bumps me out to a huge degree. Listen, th- when, when you're talking about award shows, you get into a lot of opinion. So I think in order to like, make our way through this conversation, we should start with just the facts. So like for instance, I'll start with Gravity's the only good movie that came out last year.
1: Hachi, Machi. I don't see. I don't. Was it better that. than Thor two? It was a lit. It
0: edged it out just barely. Okay. Oh, it was so close. Like go down the list of all the other films and like Twelve Years a Slave. Mm, I don't know. Some of those shots went on a little long. Phil- Philomena? What they don't explain what the title means ever in the movie. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, ate too many breasts in that film. He uh, ate too many breasts? How many breasts did he eat? That's the thing, he goes mad with money power. And he just no, eating the wolf. breasts off women. Because he's you know, a wolf. You know a the movie. weird it's thing were, like
2: that. The werewolf of Wall Street. Wait the the guys, hold on. Werewolf. This is gonna be a thing. The weird oh, thing about
1: that movie is that it didn't have any wolves in it. And mm. I think that was probably my biggest disappointment. I have my, like, favorite t-shirt that has a wolf on it. Mm-hmm. I was like wearing it, and I was ready, and I was like, I had told Sydney before, I thought it was so funny, I said, I think this is gonna be a howling good time. Yeah. And uh-huh. then there was no wolves and I was like, oh okay, kind of misleading. How kinda, long do
2: we have to wait before we can do a remake?
1: With a wolf in it? Yeah. A wolf in a suit?
0: Uh, I'm just, okay we if have it's just wait, a cameo. We have to wait just long enough for wolves to evolve where they will like listen mm. and do anything we say. Anything at all.
1: Just do what we tell you to do, just wolf. Just
0: fucking come on. White Fang—that was the only one—and he wasn't even a wolf, was he?
1: No, he was like a a, a husky, I think.
0: Balto—that was an animated feature, wasn't it? Also, yeah. not a wolf.
1: St- Iron Iron Will.
0: Iron Iron Fang?
1: No, I think Iron Tooth. Okay. Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs. Okay. Uh, Snow Dogs uh, passed over again for any awards any recognition
0: it's actually up for best makeup
1: oh okay good i thought
2: they did a great job making that one dog look like cuba gooding jr
1: i thought andy circus was so (laughs) good as those wolves as all the wolves um movie fever we've got it oscars coming up uh make sure you get your picks in to us uh, when you're listening to this, which is the day after the Oscars.
0: Just yeah, send us So 10, you should have a real advantage. Send 10 bucks in with your ballot and we will have that. We'll just have it after that. But yeah, once We'll the, have that $10 that and perfect. Thus completes the transaction.
1: Uh, thank you for the money in advance and uh, in, to hold up our end of the bargain, we're gonna help you with some advice. I started attending, uh, Mar- okay.
0: I thought that's Marital, arts. marital <laughs> arts classes.
2: <laughs> how does it How does it
0: work? What goes the way? Grab one, your wife by the ankles and dip her head in paint.
1: How does one wife? Um, I started attending martial arts classes for the first time a couple of years ago. I love it. And in the last few months, I have finally started to feel as though I can really identify as a martial artist. My problem is that it seems weird to talk about this hobby that involves hurting people and or throwing them to the ground. Brothers, when, if ever, is it socially acceptable to talk about martial arts? That's from White Belt in the Bible Belt, which is a good When you're getting mugged. When you're good, before you get mugged, preferably.
0: Well, how do you, okay. The mugging interaction begins when somebody, like, pulls a knife or gun or a sharp pocket. When you see someone you. that looks like a mugger. Oh, great. Yeah. This is great. So, go say, ahead and I, list you off of-
1: Sir or madam, because we're not Texas here.
0: Travis, uh, Justin, I want you to start listing off some characteristics of what muggers look like. Begin. A F- uh, flat cap. Begin Grit, and don't huh? stop until I tell you to stop.
1: <laughs> okay, they have a flat cap. Terrific. They have a grisly- sort of like half-beard, they have oh, scars, they're holding right. a lead pipe, uh-huh. they are uh, very large, very okay. rotund. You
0: could have just described like a construction worker or plumber.
1: They're kinda like a construction worker or plumber, but they have a, a cigar stub, uh-huh. and they call you def- Mac. They say, def- hey
0: Mac. You are just
2: going Wait, down the are line. are you talking of- about a mugger or someone who's trying to intimidate me for the mob?
1: Yeah, a little bit of, yeah, it's all the same thing. Okay. But uh, uh, yeah, that's what a mugger looks like.
0: Wow. Okay. I see. see my
2: I... perfect mugger wears <laughs> a black mask. He's got a black and white striped shirt, and maybe he's holding a gun and like a bag with a money sign on it.
1: And he's mm-hmm. got a, a the ball and chain like around his ankle, right? Uh huh. That's my ideal mugger.
0: Mm-hmm. And maybe he's like in the process of like running away, but he's frozen in place, and there's a little dust cloud coming out from behind him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Griffin. Who's your ideal monger?
0: I would ha- just, I would have to say Bradley Whitford.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like you could talk to him. You know.
0: Yeah. I would. And I would. you know, he's just doing it to like support his family. Sure. Mm-hmm. No, he has his reasons. Um. Is I ah uh, is there's probably a stigma about adult adults just getting into martial arts. Like, don't get me wrong. If you are like an adult who is already sick at martial arts, that's pretty fucking cool. Tony Ja. What's but up, Tony Jobs? I
2: I don't think that it is just relegated to martial arts because I think that's true of like if you were an adult who was just getting into skateboarding, like if you're Tony Hawk, you're awesome. If you're like thirty five year old dude who's like I'm going to try skateboarding for the first time, sure, you're going to have to do that in private for a while. Or yeah. if you're like I'm going to take up break
0: dancing, you I, know
1: what I mean? I have we had this conversation before. I'm getting the weirdest déjà vu right now. No, we're it's talking because about adult
0: skateboarders. Travis and I had to talk <laughs> you out of beginning to take, uh, Muay Thai classes? Uh,
1: I- well, I- I- I saw the raid, and I really wanna get yeah. into Indonesian martial arts. Definitely. I don't think that that's so
0: wrong. I, why a, wouldn't you? It's a weird scene, because I- I have- I have a lot of questions about how adults start getting into martial arts. Uh, question number one, is there an adults-only martial arts class? Because if not, that's not especially fair. Like, come here, you 12-year-old little sweaty fuck. It Come seems on. like it
2: would really give you an overinflated sense of your
1: abilities. Yeah, yeah, except for three ninjas. Hi, oh. that exists. Ah,
0: shit, you're right.
1: So I don't think it's that big. Three of Three ninjas
0: advantage. versus three Tony Jaws. Go. Was well, Tony Jaws because he's a robot? He's yeah, he's the strongest man on earth. So was the youngest three ninja. Ah, That's damn it. You're damn right. It. They don't Tom. make his. They don't make his that cute. I mean, they do make them. They manufacture them in Hollywood. <laughs> what do you guys think that
2: Rocky Colt and Tom Tom are doing at this moment?
1: <laughs> searching wikipedia for the names of the three ninjas i would assume <laughs> no i that uh, off the top of my head but, uh. i think that it's not that it's weird so much as i don't think anybody gives a shit and it's not just martial arts i just don't think no, that anybody see, you say wants to know about like you don't Nobody wants to hear about what's going on in your life. They want to talk about themselves.
2: No, I'm the appropriate time to answer the no. question, the appropriate time to bring it up is when someone asks.
1: Yeah, or or in conversation, if someone starts talking about martial arts, then uh, I think it's okay to lean into it there. But how
0: often does that ha- that guy's going to be like, "Oh my god, thank god! Oh man, I've been wanting to talk to you about this for." He's been
1: holding his breath for the last like five minutes
2: as they slowly started talking about hobbies. And I mean, like, does anyone yes. kick
1: for a hobby? I I mean, if you're doing it so you can tell people that you're doing it, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. I think you're doing it for yourself, so to to bring yourself peace of mind, maybe a little physical fitness, and in that context, you know, you can keep it to yourself. It doesn't need to be anybody else's.
2: Uh, But Justin, let me counterpoint. I'm sorry to interrupt, but... If it's something that he's just started doing and he's really excited about, of course he wants to share it with people because it's right. something new and exciting in his life. And I don't think he's necessarily doing it to tell people about it so much as it is an awesome new thing. that He's like, guys, I'm doing this and it makes me totally happy.
0: Moreover, Justin, let's go down the line of all the hobbies that I know that you have picked up in the past year. Fuchigi, mm-hmm. Correct. juicing, Correct. Uh, amateur beer brewing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: got on no. that for a bit. Now, Griffin- Where was geocaching in there? Geocaching. And
1: geocaching. Now, let me twist this back around on you, right? If I had not talked about that, would you have had that list to throw in my face?
0: I believe <laughs> my point is made. Uh, I'm you. saying, uh, the only point I'm trying to make is that there is definitely a stigma to adults just getting into If next time we're, we're all three in town, and Dad's like, oh, boys, I meant to tell you that I'm a brown belt in Taekwondo, we would be like, hey, pops, that's fucking crazy. Uh and then he would throw us across the room. Yeah. He would use our own weight against us, like water. <laughs> our, our, dad is water. Is, our dad is like water. He's the water water avatar. What's that? What's they call him in water avatar? In Avatar, uh-huh. It's a water man. He uses a water and he bends it. You guys want Yahoo? Yes. I don't think you really do. I do. I do, I do! Um... This Yahoo was sent in by Joe Smith. Thanks, Joe. It's by Yahoo Answers User Poncho Crook, who asks How long will the people at Olive Garden grate your cheese or ground your pepper? They say, say when if you want them to stop grounding your pepper. What happens if you never say when? You own them. You own
2: the Olive They Garden? have to just stay with you the whole time in your life. You it's just life carry bond. the bowl with you. I mean, the life up. debt?
0: Yeah. It's not infinite cheese, right? As much as that, don't get me wrong, that's the dream. Well, you
2: have to tell them to do it super slowly. Mm.
1: Shh, not so fast. What's, <laughs> what's your rush? Where's how f- will I know when to say
0: when? Where's the fire?
1: Uh, <laughs> hey, Daniel, where's the
0: fire? And occasionally gotta say, you're doing a great job. Mm, one flake at a time, my man. Does anybody else get super stressed out in this situation? Yeah. Because it, you're worried about like what, how much cheese and or pepper is going to optimize this pasta for me. Because I'm all about mm-hmm. pasta optimization. Yeah. Um
1: but also how much is,
0: how much is too much possumization <laughs> that the gar- the olive garden employee I just call it the garden um that the, <laughs> this garden cheese jockey is going to be like oh jesus dude like save some for the fish. Yeah,
1: I think you're always wow. in my mind I'm always weighing uh the my desire for parm. Versus the judgment of the cheese jockey. So, in my head, I'm—I I mean, I may look calm, collected, ready to uh, get into some Alfredo. But in my head, I'm thinking, no whammies, no whammies, no come whammies. Up.
0: Stop. And it, but what if you say stop too soon? He's like, oh, that's it, huh? Oh. Well, that's not gonna optimize the pasta. But okay, bye forever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, the dream is always that when you say when lights start flashing and balloons fall from the ceiling. Like, come <laughs> on, like you've done it,
0: <laughs> you did it, you, you found- were you are
2: the first person to solve salt and pasta
0: to the nanosecond.
2: You got it right.
1: That is a weird- You are the chosen one. That is a weird point, right? At some point during the Olive Garden experience, Uh, they have decided to pass the reins on to hey, me. You finish. You, you finish cooking this. <laughs> you, you have been the pasta expert You've been the midwife of this pasta experience from from conception, and now here at the very end, right before delivery, you're asking me that's, to take the reins. That's the
0: experience, though. You get to run it in the extra half a yard into the, <laughs> into the pasta me. end zone. Take,
1: I'll go into the flavor end zone. I'll take it the last
2: the last few yards. Well, they know that you need it. You haven't got a lot going on right now, and like you haven't had a lot to celebrate, and they're mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna let him have this. <laughs> and tiny and victory. maybe
0: you just need to impress your friends. Like, oh man, did you see how much pepper Ron put on his pasta? That was like, to the flake, the perfect amount. <laughs>
1: I wanna blow this out. I think that they shouldn't stop at cheese. I think they should basically come to your table with a pot of stewed tomatoes <laughs> and pasta Uncooked, Mm -hmm. and then they and then they walk you through each step of the experience. Okay, we're getting towards al dente. Mm -hmm. You want me to pop that out, or just a little bit perfect? Like
2: have a carpenter there going, "How tall do you want your table?"
0: Here we go. Say when. I'm gonna file it. How wide
2: should the chair be? Say when.
0: Can I? Can they make a Top Chef season that is just this? (laughs) Like for today's quick fire challenge, we're gonna put some sprinkles on the ice cream. Go for it. Too many sprinkles, Danielle. Nice try. No, I would love it if after
2: you said win The waiter just leaned over And quietly but derisively said You ruined it
0: Or helpfully was like Hey man um, I'm going to give you a mulligan <laughs> But you're going to want to go like a few seconds Richer on this cheese I don't okay. want to tell you how to optimize Your cheese game but... I don't think anyone saw you fuck up So bad just now So I'm just going to lean back And I'm going to start going again and we're going to pretend like this never happened, okay?
2: I think uh, if I were a cheese jockey,
0: I would really employ
2: the phrase are you sure a you? lot. Oh, when are you sure? Is
1: that really all you want? You okay. want a,
0: you want a mound of pepper. There you is want a, a soft mound.
1: I guarantee there is another uh Olive Garden vet listening to this who has had to the emergency brake and just say, like, that's enough cheese.
0: Did you? Was You've that- you were a line enough. cook, right? That was- Yes.
1: I so never made it out to the big show. You pre cheese <laughs> You are yeah.
0: in charge of the pre-pro on that cheese. Yeah, I don't
1: know why, at some point it got taken away from me, the professional chef, mm-hmm. and got handed over to the waiter, and the, like they're gonna kibitz. That yeah. last bit, I just don't, I don't appreciate. What if,
2: what if that's not like, what if the line cook has no idea that that's happening, and just somewhere along the lines, Olive Garden like upper management was like, they're not putting enough cheese and pepper on this. Let's put it in the hands of the waiter. Yeah. Don't tell them though.
1: Don't. Don't tell the. Don't you're tell saying the at some somewhere in the Olive Garden chain, there's a line chef that nobody wanted to fuck with. Yeah. Like, Ugh! I cannot have another conversation with that man. Listen, we'll just take care of it afterwards. <laughs> We'll post-game it. It'll be fine. We'll fix it in post. Uh, I don't think that they would... I mean, they would probably probably stop at some point and sort of force you... I think the inertia has to go back to them at some point where they would stop at some place that felt natural Mm. and then sort of ask you, like, are you sure? Like, they make you say it. Are you fucking with me?
0: Are you sure, sh- this entire restaurant is full of pepper? Like, every square inch of it is pepper now? Are you sure? Your table
1: mates have left.
0: Your bowl How- has broken under the weight of all this pepper? Are you sure about this?
1: How great would it be if while they're grinding the Parmesan, you open up a little baggie underneath the grinder and just tell them to keep going. This is for Yater. Look <laughs> at him, say that. This is for Yader. Why
0: would you say yader? I wanted yader. Okay.
1: More parmy peas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll say you're dressed like an adulting baby. Oh boy.
1: (laughs) Cheese me peas.
0: Next, next question. Peas.
1: What if he stopped and you look at him and you say right to his face, got any more cheese? And only then does he realize you're dressed like Steve Urkel.
0: Oh, man. How embarrassing for him. (laughs) Not for you at all. Not embarrassing for you at all. Only for him in that situation. Oh, boy.
1: Where's Ashton?
0: Where is he? (laughs) Get out of here. He's across the table from me. Him and Jaleel White are best friends.
1: (laughs) Here's the scenario. I'm at a red light. It's very late night. There are no other cars in sight. I am certain there are no red light cameras or police officers around. Can I just go? Would I be breaking any kind of driving etiquette? That's from Anty in Austin.
0: I swear to God we've talked about this before. Really? I th- I'm i almost certain that we have. I, if we have, it's been
1: so long that we've forgotten and maybe we've grown and matured.
0: Maybe, maybe, but like I see people quoting shit from three episodes ago and I'm like, I don't remember that at all. So I don't think... <laughs> Our, our memory is as unimpeachable as Do you guys me. ever do this? No. Why? Uh. You know why? Because I'm not a fucking criminal. I, there is a light that
2: is right next to the Cincinnati Shakespeare Company house that frequently, I would say like once or twice a week, breaks and will not turn green for the person uh, trying to turn onto the street. Okay. And it, it, like, I've sat there through seven minutes and watched the other two lights change green while it stayed red. And it kind of forces you to make that Pete and Pete bus driver decision of, like, am I going to do it? Am I going for it?
0: Well, I, and, I, I mean, yes, if your other option is wait and die of old age or starvation, <laughs> then, yeah, I guess go ahead and break this law. But
2: here's the crazy thing about it, Griffin it always happens that somebody pulls up behind me just as I make the decision to go, Mm. so all they see is me running a red light.
0: Is there anything Mm. more exciting than seeing somebody run a red light?
1: (laughs) I always (laughs) assume there's a police chase.
0: Oh, no, no, for me, it's like, What's he, do- what's he doing? Oh, if another car had been coming, oh no, that would have been bad, crazy motherfucker. Like, it's like I witnessed a bank robbery or But something.
1: there's also a part of you that, like, is so envious, like, man, to have a life where you can just do that, to just run it, you know, go for it.
2: I, I find that it's completely legal if you say out loud, I'm just gonna go, I'm like then it's totally cool, and if if you get pulled over, you say like, "No, I announced it."
0: I mean, that's pre-crime, then, right? That's what Minority Report is about—you announcing that you're about. I'm, I'm just going to stab this guy eight times. Okay, cool. Uh,
1: You can be sure there are no cars or stoplight uh, cameras, but like, what about somebody? Like, what about extremely fast people? You can't see if there's like a really speedy toddler chasing uh-huh. like a beautiful butterfly.
0: That is a fast toddler.
1: I Like a really fast toddler, and, and even like faster, very directed butterfly. Like baby Tony Jaw. Yeah, if baby Tony Jaw, what if you had prematurely ended the career of baby Tony Jaw because he sprinted out in front of you chasing a butterfly?
0: Butterflies peas. I'm gonna kick him <laughs> with my knee. Whee. That's what he does. He kicks things with his knees. That's like his whole shtick.
1: That's his bit.
0: Hey, it's a good so, bit, man. If it ain't broke it's a bit. If it yeah, ain't broke, right. don't fix it. I I
1: c I don't I, I think I've probably done this a couple of, like if it's late at night and I'm sure there's no around.
0: You're a I'll little be, drunk.
1: I'll go for it. No. No, like definitely not then. I'm when You're I right. drink and drive is the only time I focus. You know? <laughs> don't say that. Are it's the only time numbers. I feel alive, you don't know what I mean? Don't
0: say that. Don't say any don't of this. I don't mean any
1: of it. I don't drink anymore. My wife's 17 weeks pregnant.
0: She's what? Drink. She's per- 17 <laughs> weeks pregnant. I. Tra- That's super long, isn't it? I thought it was only 12. Read a book. Uh, okay, you do need to read a book, he's right. I need your help in being a little mean to someone.
1: I recently found out that a friend of mine was kicked out of his dorm suite for getting scarily belligerently drunk and threatening his roommates, who are also friends of mine. Campus security had to deal with him. He seemed normal since then, but I find him seriously creepy. Can I just ghost it and stop speaking to him? Or do I have to offer explanation that's from not good at confrontation in New York?
0: I mean, if you ghost it, that's explanation enough. He knows what he did. That sucks.
2: I feel like your only mistake was not immediately ghosting it right after that happened.
0: I mean, but at the same time, Let's,
1: Let me, let's like like walk this back a little bit, right? If you're somebody's friend, and I can understand that some people just have, some people just have that evil inside of them, you know? And mm-hmm. you can see it, you can sense it, you can feel it. But like, if this guy's friend, he's obviously got a substance abuse problem. Yeah, I think it's worth like a convo to at least, like even if you are 100% committed to cutting ties, at least to say like, hey, just so you know, like I'm not comfortable being around you until you get sort of like your life fixed, because you know one of the things you hear in uh, like a Alcoholics Anonymous meetings on TV is that you know I lost all my friends, I blah blah blah. That guy's not gonna be able to say that if you don't tell him sure. that that's why he lost his friends. He might just assume that you moved.
0: I am, I'm like, I'll, I'll cut, it. I'll cut someone out. I'll, I'll get out the fucking liquid paper um, if it's deserved. But I think, I think you're right. I think in this case, like. This person probably needs somebody to tell them how completely on una- I mean, they probably know how unacceptable that is, but they need to know that like their actions have impacted other people. On a on a you know what I, I'm going level. to retroactively
2: agree with you guys. Yeah, I concur. Speak to the man, if nothing else, to say this is why um, it would be difficult for to be friends with you right now. But if you you know deal with it and. It you know, it ceases to be an issue. I'd love to hang out with and, you again and-,
1: and you know what? Is it gonna be like an easy, comfortable conversation? No. no, but these are the kinds of conversations that make, if not your friendship, at least you stronger. you you have to build up a tolerance for stuff like this because at some point you're you're gonna get out of college and you're gonna get into like full blown adulthood. And if you don't start having conversations like this, it's basically like you're building up warrants, emotional warrants, and you're just going to be on the lam your whole life running from emotional town to emotional town trying to stay one step ahead of the emotional law. And right now, you could just uh pay your debt to emotional society. You got go a little ahead bit
2: ahead. lost in that metaphor, didn't you?
1: Yeah, well, it got a little ahead of me, yeah. Uh then and and have the conversation. You'll be tougher for it. You might help this guy out and your friendship, if you right. decide to preserve it, is going to be better.
0: That's going to be tough, man, like
1: I know, but, like, I don't have to fucking do it. All I have to do is tell him what to do it. Hey,
2: can I, can I throw something out? I think that I think that writing him a letter, if... Okay, if you do not feel prepared or ready to have a face-to-face conversation, a letter is the next best option as opposed to, like, a text message or an email. Because a letter says, like, I cared enough to, like, put the time in to do this. And it's something that he can reference back to I just, should he ever have a tough moment. I and, just and feel
1: like... That if somebody had if somebody's in this situation right then they it, it 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 is probably not a one-sided issue i have known very few people who abused alcohol where the whole story was i just love it
0: it yeah. tastes so good in my mouth it tastes
1: great and i feel great like that's very rarely the whole story and i if you if if travis is right if you don't if you are completely opposed to having the conversation some sort of written communique would be, I mean, at the very least, novel, but- um,
0: Better than a Facebook poke. Certainly. Yep. Certainly better A, te- a telling happen. Facebook poke.
2: And you know, if it helps, it doesn't just have to be like, I'm cutting you out because of this, deal with it and get back to me. It can be like, hey, if you're going through something and if there's other issues you want to talk about, I'm there for you, but- I, but I, only I via,
1: but only via written communication. <laughs> if you
2: can employ some sort of Pony Express delivery system, I've included a cool
1: s- self-addressed stamped envelope.
0: Sorry, so sloppy, Ralph. Can you like get that person back in your, back in your group after they? It's not the drinking, like, the the belligerently drunk part is obviously not ideal, but it's like, to me, the 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 real sticking point is the threatening your other friends because like. Yeah. That just, that just seems like a long road to hoe, to get like, if I had, if one of my friends was like, I'm gonna kick your ass, like, it, I don't know that I would ever be like, hey, let's go bowling.
1: I mean, Travis knocked a guy out with a bowling pin once. Well that was on
0: accident. Well,
1: you hit him in the head with a bowling pin. But
0: I accidentally knocked him out. He was wearing a football helmet, can we point, Travis isn't like a mugger. <laughs>
1: That was probably our worst college game, Uh, and that 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 beats out uh, our game Lockjaw, where you kept your fist six inches from somebody's face, shouted Lockjaw at them, so they would lock their jaws, and then you punched them in the face.
0: Now that that was a hit game. Does it beat Fireworks Bathroom?
1: Sorry, remind me about Fireworks Bathroom.
0: Wasn't Fireworks Bathroom the game? That you used to play over at Jason's,
1: where someone was in the bathroom when you throw a firecracker in there.
0: No, I thought they cut up a bunch of fireworks and then emptied it in the sink, and then everyone stood in the bathroom, and then they lit the sink, and then yes. the last person in That's the bathroom to leave, right?
1: Game. The last, yeah, the last person to leave the bathroom. That was a great game. Uh, another hit one was when we bought a lobster and made the lobster fight Jason's iguana for its freedom. And if it won the fight, we wouldn't eat it. We'd eat the iguana instead. Oh, boy. Uh, so, of all those games, the worst was probably the one where one guy would wear a, a football helmet and the other guy would hit him in the head with a bowling pin. Usually probably- Usually showing
0: some level of restraint. Yeah, save, save Travis. Travis was I eager to impress, realize.
1: and he would <laughs> just clobber the guy. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you may have so seen this drink. guy Here's on- So don't drink, that's what
0: we're saying. We know we just made it sound like a lot of fun for the past minute and a half, but-
1: Yeah, so don't drink. It sounds like fun, but, in Travis's defense, Brandon McCoy, the guy he hit, ended up on Veep. So, what's up now? Now I guess the... Travis really helped him out.
0: Travis You're bashed, welcome, Brandon. Travis bashed some acting smarts into his dome. <laughs>
1: should we go to the money side? We should. Cool. Hulu.com. Literally everyone on earth has. But Huluplus.com is way, way better. It's like Hulu is sexier older brother. He knows where to buy alcohol and he is a cool guy that you can hang with for just $8 a month.
0: You're saying it's the Justin of it's Hulus. It's the
1: Justin of Hulus.
2: Uh, yes, and he, he's taking a philosophy class in college and mm-hmm. he
1: can talk to you all day long about the meaning of life and shit. He's
0: got a little mustache.
1: He know, he know He's ready to show you SNL, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Shark Tank, and Scandal over at his house uh and he'll let you watch every episode he'll he'll loan you his his copies of law and order svu doctor who lost and community let you watch all of them
0: you know what he's been taking some film classes too and he's created a couple of original hulu programs like the wrong man's and behind the mask which is his new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports mascots also he smells like aged leathers
1: (laughs) he's got access to ad-free movies one would hope and some kids' content, which is perhaps questionable behavior. <laughs>
0: he's, he's learning and now growing. Now you know he works with uh, Big Big Brothers Little Sisters.
1: He works with Big.
0: What brothers. is that program I'm called? Sorry,
1: it's not what you said. <laughs> uh, and he's going to hang with you. F- the best part is he's going to hang with you for two weeks for free if you go to HuluPlus.com/slash/mybrother.
0: Otherwise,
1: my brother for an extended free trial.
0: His usual hang fee is $7.99 a month, which is already really good for the amount of stuff you're going to get.
2: But you can get it for two weeks free. Peep it. Hey guys, don't know if you know, but it is National Start Your Business Month. Is it really? And all that that implies.
1: (laughs) Yes. I'm ready to start some business.
2: I'm going to start business. I'm going to start busy. business with you.
0: Start
1: business with
2: that guy. Get
0: busy.
2: And so, for this month only, you can take advantage of LegalZoom's National Start Your Business Month Special and get a free three month trial of the all new QuickBooks. Uh, it's a, holy crap! That's a hundred and nineteen dollar value free when you enter my brother into the referral box at checkout. No, deal. You know,
1: don't say we never gave you anything. Enjoy this one hundred and twenty dollars that we just had for you to have.
2: Holy shit. LegalZoom provides self-help services and can connect you with the right attorney, but they're not a law firm. So go check out LegalZoom.com and use the promo code MYBROTHER. Uh, it's an incredible deal, so why wouldn't you do it, stupid? Go get that free shit, you dumb idiot. Come on.
1: Uh, I got another message for Justin, and this is coming straight at you from Sarah. This is not for me, it's for another Justin. She says, happy first anniversary, Justin, now don't get confused. She's talking about this other Justin. I I, have been married for over seven years. I'm
0: not crazy about this. I I have to go through life ignoring the fact that like Justin Long exists, Justin Timberlake, and that one's tough for me, because I like his music and I like his acting. I.
1: I am a little miffed at you for acknowledging his existence. I've, I've asked you several times not to do so. Uh, Sarah says of this other Justin, who apparently exists, I hope hearing it from your favorite podcasters makes it even more special. Thanks for being such an amazing husband and, our, and a great dad to our annoying bird, Petey. Dad was in quotes and I did my best.
0: He I got his butt, <laughs> there it brothers, is. Brothers,
1: since Justin is a jazz musician, now to clarify, I myself am not. Uh this other Justin it is, plays Baritone sax Could you do a scat for him? She says Thanks. No. Love the show. We are not
0: fucking scat squeak. <happy> noise>.
1: <noises>
0: I'm actually uh um, I I was actually just practicing some Pentecostal <laughs> scat. That was the divine spirit talking about it. Got through. the
1: Holy Spirit deep the down holiest. inside you
0: the holiest spirit of the scat man. Uh, Happy anniversary, you two. I have a message uh, for Jonas, and it's from John, Alexis, Shady, and Sarah, uh, who say, happy birthday, Jonas. If this message is late, it's because we wanted to see if you lived through your broke back adventure to Mount Washington. Happy birthday, and thanks for getting all of us into the erudite wisdom of the brothers.
1: Guys, Uh, we've said this many times before. You don't have to take the heat for this stuff.
0: You don't. We, he's gonna be mad at you now. And he can be gonna, mad at us, and we're never gonna meet Jonas. We don't give a solitary shit what Jonas thinks of us. I do. Okay, well Travis does. We don't. Okay. Travis does. Two thirds of us don't give a fuck about Jonas. Don't carry it all. Thoughts. Jonas, I love you. Don't I'm carry it all. Put it mean, on us. I, he sounds like a nice dude. Like, happy birthday and shit. You love mountains and shit, but I don't give a fuck. Jonas, don't let
2: me in with it. Please don't let me in with this, Jonas. I'm so sorry.
0: Happy birthday, Jonas. Happy birthday, Jonas. I don't give a shit, though.
1: Justin, what are you doing? i uh, strapping a uh, chicken to my arm. Heard there's some uh, plague out west, so I just wanted to, you know, kind of get out ahead of it. Justin, if you'd ever listened to our medical history podcast, Sawbones, where we talk about everything from trepanation to bloodletting, you would know that that is a ridiculous idea, and it will never work. Sawbones? I, I haven't caught it. Sawbones? Yes, it's every Friday on the Maximum Fun Network, and we record it together. Need a, need a doctor or something? Yes! I hate talking about money. It makes me uncomfortable to discuss restaurant bills, gas money, etc. with friends and co-workers. If an amount less than $20 is owed to me, I would really rather not discuss it. I would gladly lose out on the money if the cost is not having to have a conversation about money. How can I get people to take me seriously when they say, how much do I owe you, oh. and I say, don't worry about it? This is currency coward.
0: I am, you are the conductor of a train that I have been a passenger on my entire life, my friend, because, um... Wait, are, do, are conductors actually on the train, or do they just hang out at the station?
1: Yeah, they hang out at the station, and then when they see the train come, and they say, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, bye. You're doing it. You can do it. Don't give up. Okay, bye.
0: Um, I, it, it's a, such a tricky scenario because I am totally with you. I fucking hate dealing with this. But at the same time, you know what I hate more is when a friend is like, hey, you paid for those movie tickets. It was $19. How much do I owe you? How do I say, oh, don't worry about it, without sounding like I'm saying, like, you need this more than I do. Well,
2: here, here's the, I think the misconception here is that when someone says, how much do I owe you? It's not about you. I i just always accept that it's them saying, I feel a burden now because I owe you something. And I would like to alleviate that burden by just evening it out between us. One of my favorite- uh, And when you go, Oh, and you go, oh, don't worry
0: about it. You're lording it over them that you don't need their petty money. One of my favorite things about adulthood is that we migrate over to a monetary system that more closely resembles wampum in that, like, if someone comes over and you buy them dinner, they don't, you don't have to split the goddamn check. You just know that someday you're going to go to their place and they're going to get you dinner
2: hmm Or give you a ride to
0: the airport, or-, or Yeah, right. or house-sit your dog. Or dog-sit your dog. Or sit on your dog. Or sit on your dog's house.
1: When you're younger, though, money <laughs> money is the most valuable thing.
0: Yeah. No one yeah.
1: has any of it, so it becomes very scarce. When it becomes easier to procure, when you're not in the adult world, there are, there are things that are worth more to you than money, like, God, please drive me to the airport. Please.
2: What I, I love the retro, because I remember in college there being retroactive, like, claims, where it's like, um, I would pay you back for this, but do you remember a month ago when <laughs> I paid for the movie tickets? I feel like this is pretty balanced
1: now, right? So, I'm gonna go. I also think the how much do I owe you question is a little unfair, unless the like unless they have zero idea. Like, yeah. I, I, cause, because I think that's just invi- I'm not gonna invoice you. Like, just, give, if you think that I should have some money, mm-hmm. just give me some of it.
0: Did, did you guys ever have a friend in college that you were 100% sure was fucking you <laughs> on these matters? Like, they go out and they're like, hey, I'm gonna run out and get some pizzas. Can you split the cost of being like, yeah, sure. And they run out and get two Hot and ready's And you're like, how much do I owe you? And they say, $8. And it's like, oh, that's, that's interesting because I know they're $5 a piece, <laughs> you piece of shit.
1: Yes, we we had, and we, we would also have periods where we would become suspicious that some people had money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I heard that he is getting money from his parents, that his parents give him some money. So he has some money. He just has it. I think he just has money that he's not, like, giving to us or doing anything with. He just has it. I always say, I think the sweetest con is when you can, like, get a big
2: group of people and everybody chips in to a point that you end up with bonus. Like, I'm gonna run out and get beer and everyone gives you $5 and so you end up with like 50 bucks and the beer costs you 40. Travis, holy shit,
1: you were that guy.
2: That's capitalism.
1: No, that's, capitalism, that's you fucking I provide a service, they it, need that service.
0: That's you fucking your friends in they butts, where they wallets is.
1: No, because the uh, guy who takes money from a lot of people is gonna get burned as many times as he wins out. That's true. It's luck of the, it's luck of the draw. Mm. That money that Travis earned, he probably lost out on another time.
2: Or at a casino.
0: Well, yeah, but that's a different thing entirely. Yeah, okay. that's a
2: completely different Well, because here's exchange. the thing. I do look at it as a service at that point, because if you're the guy who stayed sober to go buy beer halfway through the party when you ran out, and so you're able to, like, drive and go get it and go to the trouble, yes, I am going to profit off this transaction.
0: Sure. I well, right. No, that sounds totally reasonable. In, in retrospect. That's your job. Thank you. Griffin, do you have any Yahoo's? I do. I have a few. I feel few. like
1: one of those would go down really nice right now.
0: Um, This Yahoo was... Sent in by Drew Davenport. Thanks, Drew. Emerald member. It's by Yahoo Answers User T, T-E-A, <laughs> who asks uh, What should I do to celebrate my rat's birthday? Hello, all. I currently only have one rat. <laughs> Why is that funny to you? I don't know. They're, they're, it's the idea
2: of all the people reading the question.
0: Salutations. Hello,
2: millions of readers.
0: Um, I currently only have one rat, Frowny Face. Parentheses, my other one passed away last week, and his name is Blue. Blue is going to be two on March 2nd, this Sunday, and I'm so excited to celebrate. The rat's name is not named Frowny Face, then? No, 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 no. This person is sad that they only have one rat, because the other one died very recently. Still a very fresh corpse. Blue's going to be two on March 2nd, this Saturday, and I'm so excited to celebrate. I have a few gifts, paper mache hut, treats, Uh toys, and dog bones? but I have no cake recipe or activities planned. I must make him a cake, but I want it to be completely homemade. I have a tiny rat-sized cake pan. No, you don't. Uh, So all I need is a recipe for the batter. I also need some activities. Since he is unfortunately by himself, he won't be able to play any games involving multiple rats. Instead, I have to plan other stuff for him to do. Do you guys have any ideas? Lastly, how can I make a mini rat pizza? You can't. Oh, and I also forgot. Almost forgot. What other homemade toys really like DIY? Please. Thanks, everyone. Smiley face. T. This person went through okay. some complex emotions during this question.
2: So I know. I feel like you could give the rat a bagel bite, and it would be perfectly happy with that as a rat.
0: That is pizza. a deep ass dish pizza for a rat.
2: Listen, rats eat fucking garbage every day. Do you think the rats
1: going to be like this? Isn't rat specific? Not
0: this rat. This rat's got a dope life.
1: That's true. I know what I would give my rat that I owned, my mm. personal rat. I would give him a quick ride to ye old trash can where he <laughs> could die outside and not in my home. And then I'd find the things, I'd gather up all the things that he'd ever touched or looked at and burn them. Happy birthday, <laughs> rat! What was I doing?
0: Why would I get you if I knew that I hated you? I hate you
1: so much. When one of you died, I should have been thrilled. Because then that cut my rat problem that I haven't had in half. 50%. Get out of here, you trash-eating rat.
0: Why would you have a rat? Why would you have a rat cake, man? Do you
1: think the rat is a nickname
2: for a turtle? Maybe they have a rat because they love them and they're... Their friend, and they need the companionship.
0: They definitely do need the companionship. That oh, is not up for debate. Holy
2: shit! I what I all I'm saying is I don't want to get a flood of emails and tweets from rat owners and rat lovers who are like, "Oh, you guys are so close-minded! How dare you? That's such a myth!" And rats are great and super sweet and very intelligent.
1: No, listen. Over the years of making this program, it's going to be four years next month. Okay, a- a- after four years of recording this program. I've uh, become more culturally sensitive to so many groups of people. Rat owners, I'm drawing a line in the sand. Here's the thing, unless your pet rat has the power to transmogrify into an incredible wizard and he's your familiar, you have to stop
0: it. I love the family circus way you say that word. What? (laughs) Familiar. Can Can you do me a favor? What do you call the pasta that's just like long long noodles, and you uh, would put like a Puttanesca sauce on top of it and um, and and eat it? Do you mean biscotti? There we go. Um, I why you have a rat sized cake pan? I
1: have a bottle cap and a sense of creativity. Let's uh, let's be honest. Do you
0: think this person's ever showed up to a party like, hey guys, I brought I brought cake for your birthday Ah fuck, I made it in a rat pan. Shit. Well, this is not gonna be enough for anybody, really. I made a cracker, so I made
1: Also thanks for inviting me to a party. I own rats, so it doesn't happen like on- oh no, you're dumping pig's blood on me. <laughs> How could this happen?
0: <laughs> Again. Again? <laughs> Whoops.
1: Uh, so that's gonna do it for us here on My Brother, My Brother and Me. We hope you have as much fun uh, listening as we had recording. Thank you to people who are tweeting about our program. Like Patrick Malone had a sweet baby boy named Griffin. Born what? on Valentine's Day. I know, it's adorable.
0: Wait, I think it's, cause somebody asked me on Twitter like a few months ago. If can that I was I name cool. my son after you? Yeah. Yeah. That's guys. This is that's lovely. That's wonderful. This is the first I'm hearing about that because I don't read Twitter. I guess.
1: Uh, so congratulations, Patrick. Thank you to others tweeting about the show, like Matt, Kate Earlwine, who said that she dreamt she won an NBA prize package with two raincoats, sparkle bouncy balls, smiley face yo-yos, and a space t-shirt. So yep, you're welcome. Uh, thanks to Joe Smith, uh, Brooke Takar, BTA, who hasn't listened to our show but is thinking about it come on BTA. marshall henderson Jay Des, chris letty mark beatty bill humphrey lauren bad dad aura root matt warren so many others thank you so much we sure appreciate it if you want to share uh get somebody on to the the mbmbam train send them a link to our sampler it's bit.ly forward slash mbmbam 2013 or bit.ly/itsmabimbam
0: I want to thank Travis hey I want to thank Travis for for being here fighting off the plague to record this episode um he I you guys can't hear the sounds of his disease but they're there I edited them out and he his is trooper and I'm proud of him thank you Travis Tra-
1: Now Travis uh if things I'm sure you're going to get better but if things break bad and they don't go your way you need to be ready So I want to remind you to head to LegalZoom.com. It's not a law firm, but it provides self-help services at your specific direction. You can enter discount code MYBROTHER and you're gonna save some money. So get that sorted out before things get worse, or better, as I'm sure they will.
0: But if they don't.
2: But if they don't. I will also probably spend some time laying on the couch checking out Hulu Plus. Because Hulu Plus is where you can binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere. And I'm gonna rock out that free trial of Hulu Plus by going to Huluplus.com slash my brother.
0: Um, guys, I have huge, huge ass news. This news has it's the biggest, biggest ass. Uh the twenty fourteen Max Fun Drive is coming up. During the uh during the last two weeks of March, you can tune in to support your favorite podcasts like, I don't know, us and I don't know, Sawbones and Stop Podcasting Yourself and Jordan Jesse Go and Bullseye and Throwing And My shade. Brother, My Brother and Me. My Brother, My Brother and Me, I already did us. Uh, but I know, but I'm repeating it because it's very important that they support us above all you, others.
1: Except for Sawbones, definitely Sawbones.
0: Uh,
2: you can d- toss them a pity vote here and there, but mostly My Brother, My Brother <laughs> So,
0: and starting March 17th, we will be running some of our best shows of the year uh, and offering spectac- spectacular thank you gifts to get you in the giving spirit. We usually do pretty extra, extra length, extra size apps, um, and then we have a bonus episode that goes out to donors that we've done. Have we done four at this point? Or we've done three, yep. and this will be our fourth, I think. I think uh, that's right. I I think. I don't
1: No, Because it, we, we wouldn't have done one so, in twenty twelve. We wouldn't have done one in 2010. Well, yeah. no, but 11, 12, 13. Now this will be our fourth. Or except we didn't join Fun until like the middle of. We
0: have some bonus episodes. Okay. <laughs> we have a, a number of episodes. Uh, and if you're a donor, then you get all of them. So. Uh we also have other bonuses that we will talk about once the drive starts on the 17th that we give out to to donors. All three of us are donors, which is kind of weird cuz that money go right back in our pockets. No, not really. Um we just I I love what this network does and I spend like almost as much time as I do like doing anything else in my life listening to podcasts on on Max Fun. So uh, don't miss it. Max Fun Drive starts March 17th and it runs for just two weeks. You can listen in. You can sign up to support us and catch the best shows that we have to offer.
1: Holy crap.
0: It's happening, you guys. I want to thank also John Roderick and The Long Winters for the use of our theme song It's a Departure, which is on the album Putting the Days to Bed. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it at stores. But you should get it because it's really, really fucking good.
1: Thank you again for listening.
0: Griffin, do you have a final
1: question for us to enjoy?
0: I do. Um, this one was sent in by Emerald member Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by who Answers user James, who asks, How did Obama get Jay Leno fired? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm
0: Griffin McElroy.
1: you my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Score on the lips.
0: MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Listener supported
1: I am so proud to be an American And to be
0: hosting Throwing Shade with you I am proud to have really deep brown eyes Well, this is actually supposed to be You know this is supposed to be a Mm -hmm. um, I think so that people listen oh, so to I've our show. I've just been so busy this week. Okay. But I'm very happy to be here. The podcast is called... It's called Throwing, Throwing Shade. Shade. You're the co-host. Right. Yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, Throwing Shade, we talk You're about... You're the gay co-host. I'm the
2: female co-host. I
0: always forget. We're
2: friends in real life, kind yeah. of. And we talk about lady and gay issues. Yeah. And we talk about them in a way that that, that, they, that is really disrespectful.
0: Yeah. If it's you like, love the world and hate yourself...
2: Please listen to Throwing Shade.
0: Yeah.